0: The Hidden Grid, The Sixth World Chronicles, Free Roaming, Part 1, Season 3, Episode 16, Stodge Deck. Welcome back to The Hidden Grid. The work is done and we're here to play. It's the downtime sessions when we live our lives outside of risking our lives, at least no more than the normal 6 world denizen has to deal with on the deadly, deadly, magic and cyberpunk world they have to deal with. In this session, Flatline and Gardamon J look for new tech and new business opportunities. Listen closely, and you might hear a preview to something a bit more canon to modern Shadowrun than the old school runs we're taking part in. So get out there, have a drink at the Big Rhino, and enjoy the 6 World Chronicles.
1: All right, so it's been about two weeks since the DNA DOA run. Berger and Lindsay have been sleeping a lot, recovering from their wounds. Lindsay, how have you been recovering?
0: I've mostly been spending time getting treatments from my street doc friend.
1: What's the name of your street doc? Uh,
0: Raffaella Frey.
1: And is she a close friend of yours, or just a...
0: She's a good, decent friend of mine. Nice little loyalty of three.
1: Okay. Do you pay her off with something in particular?
0: Well, if I can, I'd like to get her some tickets to, uh, whatever the most, mm, nicest urban brawl match coming up would be.
1: Okay. It's easy enough. She appreciates that. But like I said, it's taking you quite a while to recover because you're not doing anything particularly special. You're just putting yourself in her care and, taking it easy what about you berger how have you been recovering
0: that is the beauty of a heal spell because i can do that and that wipes a pretty good or it has a good chance of wiping out a pretty good amount of it and then i will be spending the rest of the time resting
1: (laughs) both of you resting and we'll get to what you do after you rest in a bit flatline what have you been doing in the last two weeks
2: Oh, after uh, the data dump, um, uh, pretty much decrypting a hidden file that was in the data lock in my head and uh, having some fun with that.
1: Okay, so the, um, when you gave the data dump to the Johnson and got paid, there was a file that was hanging out there that you don't remember that you had put there. Mm-hmm. And when you opened it up, it seemed to be uh, a sort of Username and password, and it had a matrix address.
2: So, but before, because I also don't want to do anything stupid because you know malware still exists.
1: Sure, I always
2: will. You know, you know, figuring out okay, what's the address to a little bit of you know searching and just like okay, is this too you know is this familiar or something like that? You know, mm-hmm. do a little do a little check first.
1: Sure, uh, it seems to be. A an address for some sort of bank.
2: All right. Now, is this a We're not uh,
1: doing any further reference? So you're just kind of
2: oh, the metadata. Are, are we using be- uh, pretty much? Is this like a, a legal bank or more of a fence kind of a bank?
1: Uh, no, this is a legal bank. Um, ah. If you want to like, push a little bit deeper, it's not too hard to figure out that it yep. is the uh, Bank of Canadian America. It's a pretty established bank. Mm-hmm. Lots millions of people
2: all right so it's not a fence which is a good thing all right um so it's pretty much so all right I will uh, best thing to do is I'm going to go and get a uh a, um a, a burner comm link and access it through the burner comm link not through my not through my deck so if it if it is what it says it is it is I can just use it and access it but I don't want it traced back to any of my gear that I have on me
1: Okay, that's easy enough to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out that this gives you access to 350,000 new yen. And there's a little note attached uh, from your mother that said, I knew that you were going to have a rough time and I wanted to make sure you were okay. It's a little parting gift from your mother, apparently, before you left the house.
2: Nice. Oh.
1: Because your your parents were the their last gift to you was getting your cyberware installed. So your mom must have slipped this in there somehow.
2: And kinda of like, you know, when you first leave for college and your mom tucks a twenty in your pocket. But sure, except this, is, this a is a heck a of a twenty.
1: Yeah.
2: Ah, honey. Okay. Um dang. Okay. Um now here's the thing, is it sitting in just a, a standard access account or is it, you know, is this, I, is this, I don't know if it's tied to a name or something like that or what kind of records. Uh,
1: uh, it's tied to the username and password. So okay. if you have those, should be.
2: Excellent. Cause, like I said, if it's, the, the less kind of a data trail I leave, the better. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to, it's like, okay, I'm going to go shopping. Oh, boy. Okay. So, you know, take it. I don't want to risk losing it, so I could probably find a another terminal elsewhere and transfer it to a credit stick just at the point of payment because I don't want to walk around with a credit stick of that much money on me. You know. Okay. Like, I get mugged, you know, it's you know, you punch me once and I go down. So um, but I do have a contact out here who might be able to give me a um, a lead. Um, I do have a my uh my cyber doc slash uh street doc would probably know where's a decent place to get some equipment around here. Okay. It's like it, um. even if it's even if it's just base for upgrades, but it's the you know okay this place doesn't give you anything buggy you know pretty much I the the least traceable it is the better and since street okay. and cyber docs usually work kind of in the back roads she would have better contacts than I.
1: Sure. So, uh, you call up Danny Og, your cyber dog, and ask her if she has any reputable people. Roll a connection, plus connection with her.
2: Okie dokie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Mm. Let's see. Roll three on the die. Three hits? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. She says that she does have contact that sells uh, illicit material. She doesn't know them very well, so you probably have to pay cost, but they seem to be able to get it, kind of no questions asked.
2: That's what I want.
1: And they have a pretty good stock.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's what I want. That's what I'm looking for.
1: All right. She gives you um, the name, and the name is Blueberry Jam.
2: Okay. Blueberry Jam, okay. And way to contact?
1: Uh-huh. Yep. She gives you the, uh, the number as well. Excellent.
2: So at least I know of another place to go, even if I have to pay, you know, the standard full price, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Alright, so okay, first I guess like, okay well okay, everything's not sucking horribly horrible. So let's do it. So I will ma- put a a call out to uh Mr. Blue. I don't she did she uh, mention gender, male or female? Uh she did not. Okay. To uh, the Blueberry individual, um, and as respectful as I can, uh, ask about purchasing some uh, some new gear.
1: Okay, so you, when you're, you're at the cyber terminal, and you punch in the number that you were given. It answers, but there's no video on the screen, just a, a voice. Uh sounds like a female voice, but also kind of a very intense female voice. And uh, she says, hello, what can I do for you?
2: Hey, hey, Nanny Og told me that you were the person to go to to get some new gear.
1: Nanny Og, is that right? Hmm, well, if any friend of Nanny Og is a friend of mine. <laughs> What's
2: your name, child? Call me Flatline. Flatline, I
1: like it, nice and anonymous. <laughs> uh, at this point, you hear a uh, baby crying in the background. And she uh kind of says, give me a second. Raspberry, raspberry, you shut up! All right, now, where were? We? And now she clicks on the video portion, and uh, it is a, an Asian woman, and she's dressed in this really obnoxious blue suit. And she says, now, child, where were? We? What can I do for you? What can Mrs. Jam
2: do for me? Well, Mrs. Jam, I am looking to upgrade my deck. Upgrade. Mm-hmm. you
1: want to buy a new one or you just want to fix up your old? There's one of them I can do. The other one Jam cannot do.
2: I want the new hot shiny.
1: All right, you have called the right Jam. Now, <laughs> shall we Jam? What are you looking for? I got me, I got me an Erica, MCD, I got me a Shiawase Cyber, and I got me a Sony. What you want, child?
2: <laughs> hmm. Well are sh- Raspberry!
1: Shut your mouth, Raspberry!
2: <laughs> ah. ah. Well the the Shiawase or the Sony look tempting. What are you asking for each?
1: Well, the Shia is a little bit hard to find. So I'm gonna have to charge you three hundred and seventy five Nurian but the Sony, I can get you for 345 Nuyen.
2: How about this? I give you my current Cyberdeck as a trade plus 350 Nuyen.
1: Chop, chop, chop. What is Blueberry, what is Miss Jam going to do with an old Cyberdeck? Oh, it's not. I ain't got no need for your. Wait. It ain't
2: old. It ain't old. It ain't hold on, old, hold, it's on new. hold on.
1: Let me think, let me think. Yeah, yeah, that'll do. All right, I I concede to you. In fact, you call Miss J whenever you want to spend your day and I will give you a deal on the Sonic. That sound all right? That works. I'll give you that Sonic. You give me your old deck. i give you the Sonic for three forty. We have a deal? You got it. All right. Now, what you're going to need to do, is you're going to take that Nurion, and it's got to be all certified cred sticks. You hear? No problem. I'm going to need you to take that Nurion, and I'm going to need you to go down to the big rhino. You know where that is, honey? I can find it. You better. And I'm going to need you to go down there tomorrow night, and at 6.15, I'm going to need you to drop all that Nurion into the, the trash receptacle around the back. The big rhino. You hear? Mm-hmm. All right then. And then your cyberdeck is going to be in a package. And then you're going to go across the street, and your cyberdeck will be waiting for you in the stuffer shack. Go back into the back of the stuffer shack, open up the ice cream section, and it will be taped underneath all of the nilla. You will find your cyberdeck there, grab it, and just wave at the guy on the way out. He's a contact of mine.
2: Yes, ma'am. I will do so.
1: Well, it is a pleasure to do business with you. Now, now, Miss Flat, I gotta tell you something. Do you know why they call me Miss Jam?
2: No, ma'am. I'm new to the area.
1: Well, let me just tell you, because the last person who crossed me ended up on my toast.
2: I like the way you work, ma'am.
1: All right. So don't you cross me, honey.
2: That would be foolish. And I am certainly no fool.
1: Ghost damn it, Raspberry! would you shut your full mouth? Alright, honey.
2: <laughs> that was awesome. So the first thing I do is you know, figure out okay, best place to get the certified cred stick made with the money. You know okay. also, as I'm looking around, it's like okay I don't want to be put on cameras and all this other stuff while I access that, you know. The less eyeballs the better.
1: Okay, so there is a camera. Um, on the stuffer chat, but you don't see many cameras around the big rhino. A big rhino is actually right at one of the entrances to the orc underground, kind of close to the Renrocky Rock College. Pretty easy to find. look
2: ah. it up. Yep. So, I'm new to the air, so I'm like, hmm, I'm not really sure, but data search is pretty easy on this one.
1: Uh-huh. It's actually quite a, quite a hit place to be if, uh, if you have a particular source. Right? hmm Meaning orcs and souls.
2: Problems Excellent. So I in the meantime, uh say get myself some lunch <laughs> after all this and you know, start making notes as to okay, now what? <laughs> okay. So I guess put me on hold for until tomorrow and hit either uh Berger or Gardemanger or
1: Fabulous. gardemanger Alex, what have you been doing in the last two weeks since the run ended?
3: Well, I, I got a couple of favors I want to try to call in or at least maybe have to get. Um, I want to actually get some work. Well, okay. So it's a stage. So I'm going to work there and they're not going to pay me at the Big Rhino. Okay. Because Oh, at the
1: Big Rhino. Excellent.
3: At the Big Rhino. I, I've i talked about Miguel before. He makes some great food, but I want to learn some of his tricks. So I'm going to try to get a stage there since that's just since what you they would do.
1: not hire you, being who you are. So, yeah, that makes sense. They like the idea of somebody who's not under control kind of working for them for free.
3: And it's a tradition in the culinary insti- in the culinary world. You stage at places mm-hmm. to learn things. And so I don't have them listed as a direct contact. So I'm going to have to try to build them, which means I'm going to give a call to Gio. That's my, my old chef mentor who had to let me go. Okay. And see if he's got some people that can help me get a stage there.
1: Um. Okay, so he doesn't know anybody there. No, Gio wouldn't. Compared to where he's used to working and the clientele he's used to, um, it's kind of a different world. But he thinks that he might be able to hook you up. and So he puts you on the hold for a few hours and uh, says he'll get back to you later.
3: Yeah, he does that sort of a thing. I expect I'm going to have to end up working for him again for some kind of catered event after I get that done. Okay. He likes to use me for my skills. I have talents. Of course. So
1: after that, is there anything else that you think that Alex would want me doing?
3: Yeah, I, I also want to give a call in to Sato, who's the fixer that I know. I've okay. got... I, I've been using these combat knives for too long, and they just don't feel right. I want to see if I can go ahead and get the grips customized, especially because I was going to do that for my chef's knife anyway, and... Just a couple of little small things I want to get done as far as customizing some grips and filing off some serial numbers and getting a few small things purchased before I figure out my next step.
1: Okay. Um, So you find a cyber terminal, call up Saito, and um, is Saito a female or a male?
3: Saito is a female, and we met when I started having a serious bender after Geo had to let me go. All right.
1: So, Saito answers. Uh, are you known by Gardemanger with him or Alex?
3: Gardemanger. Right.
1: Gardemanger! How's it going, man?
3: Saito, man, we have not caught up in too long.
1: Yeah, it's been too long. What have you been
3: up to? Oh, trying to keep the ends, meeting, doing those little pop-up chef things, but also getting myself into a little bit of trouble. Just like it happens when you fall off the radar.
1: Man, nobody mixes drinks like you do. We've got to hang out against them.
3: Tell you what, we meet up. I got, I got the drinks covered. I've got a line on some really good European gin. If you're up for some actual old school juniper infused gin.
1: You do anything tonight? No. All right. Meet me at uh, maybe at six. Uh, usual place. Usual place. All right. Six. Six rolls around, and he meets you at the usual place. A place called the usual.
3: The usual which lets us bring in our own bottles. We pay a little bit to the uh, front for our own corkage fee, bringing something in, but it uh, means they don't have to keep as much on, on tap. Sit down, pull out a nice 375 half bottle of good actual British gin, properly distilled, full of juniper, spice, and just a little bit of citrus, and order some tonic mixers from... The usual, because we want to give them more money. They let us do this.
1: You taste a little bit of it. Mmm. This is much better than all that soy eater fake gin I've been drinking.
3: Man, that synthahol gin this year has just been... Ugh. I I know why they're doing it. I know why they make it. But man, this stuff is the deal.
1: So this is a joy, Guard. I gotta tell you, what do you need from me (laughs) that makes this trip worth it? (laughs)
3: Well, I'm trying to go ahead and get my hands on a little bit of gear I've got a couple of knives and some batons I want to try to get redone with a custom grip That's That's easy to do That's easy You don't need me for that Yeah, but I like your company I don't see enough enough. I don't have enough people to enjoy this gin with I'm also looking for somebody to do some training on some of my knife works Oh, now we come to it Oh, yeah that's a, I'm good with knives, just not in the same way everybody is. So I want to kind of get a little better at using them. I know I've, uh, there was the guy you hooked me up with before working on some of the Arnie the Mono and, and some of the Escrima work and wanted to see if he was still around.
1: I think I can get in touch with him. It's been a while.
3: That would be fantastic. All right. What else? Money wise, I'm not spending too much right now. I've got, uh, covering a couple expenses, buying some, uh, knock the bottle of gin some comestibles because you gotta have real food you know me which reminds sure. me which reminds me i'm planning to actually do a barbecue for the block i'll make sure i'll send your word if you can make it by because i'm gonna see if i can get my hands on at least half a real pig hmm.
1: i could definitely be down for that now tell me now tell me are you looking for work
3: uh i got some free time on my hands um i'm um, up for some work. I can definitely get some stuff done.
1: Well, I think I've just got a job coming down the pike here. won't be ready until probably next week. But uh, if you're still around and if you're free, I'll give you a call.
3: That sounds perfect. I like this plan.
1: All right, then. Oh, oh, I remember. That guy, the knife, the knife guy. Yeah. His name is Scribbler. He is starting, so I don't know what's going to go anywhere, but he is starting what's called a mana pit fight. This is where all of these mages and uh, uh, people who are really good with uh, the magical side of things, they get into a pit and they fight for money. Kind of like a pit fight, of course, but... Uh, with mana. A little, little souped up. Yeah, mana pit fight. Anyway, he's starting this thing. Hadn't gone anywhere so far. But he's real good with a knife. I don't know how I don't know how he's that good, but he's the best I've ever seen. You uh, tell him that Scytho sent you, and he'll teach you a few things.
3: Perfect. I'll definitely get in touch with him. I gotta find this man a pit fight and see what they're up to.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be the hard part. I couldn't tell you where it is.
3: I'll make some calls. That's would say everything's not on you.
1: Alright then. Let's say we uh let's say we drink some of this gin.
3: Let's drink some of it. You're taking home anything we don't finish, so uh you better hope I've gotten soft to my old age.
1: Alright. And uh, he calls uh calls the bartender over and uh starts to get things mixing.
0: Juniper-infused gin. Oh my, now that, that sounds lovely. And not made out of soy. So, probably out of my lifestyle cost range, and not all of us can be Alex and pay Extra to get real food to go with their lifestyles. Stay tuned till next week to see what Berger and Lindsay are up to. On to the business. The public edge vote is out for September. Take a look and give a vote, because it's a double vote this time, so whoever you end up helping, well, they get twice the love, and the rest of us get twice the hate. We've wrapped up the first official karma vote for Season 3. The results are as follows. Leading the charge at five votes is Lotion of the Ocean, the kindly spirit that helped us out over on the Tacoma Docks. I'd say he deserved it. He was a lot of fun, and he did like his drinks. I'm seeing a theme here. In second place, you've given the Game Master, Opti a bonus piece of karma. Look, I understand you giving him edge, but man, this is just mean and cruel. And bringing us home in third place with three votes is Trey Tristestoxel, Lindsay's kid. Ah, oh, shucks. She's got so much growing to do, and you've already spoiled her with love. Don't worry, she'll show up on screen soon enough. Oh, but real talk, one of you voted for Aztechnology Technology to get a piece of karma. I don't know who that was, but what is wrong with you? I mean, at least you didn't give Alamos 20k karma, bet you would've. Hmm. So, what is all this? Well, it's the Patreon stuff. Patrons get to take part in the weekly Edge vote and an Venture Adventure Karma Reward vote. The top 3 people on the list get some free karma, and includes players, the Game Master, key NPCs, and the like. And you can vote as many times as you'd like while you're at it. If you want to take part in the votes, just head over to patreon.com slash hiddengrid and join up at the 50 cents an episode level. That's all it takes to get voting shares. There's a bit more if you want more of your support on there, but I'll leave that for you to check out. Hidden Grid in the Six World Chronicles is shared under Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives, 4.0 International License. That means you can share it, but you can't cut it up, and you can't make any money off of it. You also have to respect the licenses for related material used in the Hidden Grid. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Hidden Grid to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes. On its website does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Hidden Grid in any official capacity whatsoever. Music for Free Roaming is and has always been Matt Russon's album, Electro Blues Rebel, Volume 1. Intro music is Digital Revenge. Outro music is Saving the Princess. Provided by Magnitude.com. It's always nice to bring back one of my favorites.
1: Woohoo. All right. Welcome back to whatever we're calling this.
3: Nope, <laughs> that's a crappy intro. Uh how about um, insert intro recorded at a later time here. Yeah,
1: okay. that's there you go. Perfect.